you're listening to Stalking Spurs. I'm Acid, and we have Patty and Toby. How are you guys? Very well. Hi. <laughs> hey, from hello from lockdown in our respective cities. Exactly. Hello from a balmy evening in Singapore. It's I think like 36 or something. Feels Ooh. like 39. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Hello from a balmy England as well. It's Oh. Nowhere near 36, but I guess by recent 20? standards, it's 23. 23, okay. In oh, England. that is quite balmy for you guys. Yeah, it is. So anyway, guys, hello to everyone listening. You're listening to Stalking Spurs, the Tottenham Hotspur football podcast that is as much not about the football as it is about <laughs> the football. Even now, this is we're coming up on the ninth weekend without wow. football and there's Strange. so much to talk about amazingly there is a lot <laughs> there's a lot to talk about but also i don't know about you guys but i'm really missing it ah uh, yes i didn't think i would miss football there's but, definitely I mean, given being the newest one yeah there's a football shaped hole in our lives mm -hmm. definitely <laughs> well there was a beautiful uh, it must have been two or three weeks ago of course in quarantine as everybody knows time loses all meaning but i think it was three weeks ago that it was a beautiful saturday and uh and it should have been the the london derby against arsenal that day so yeah there's particular days when you have a look at the schedule and see what might have been and so it's it's a bit sad to see but i nearly said but at least we didn't lose to arsenal that day but maybe that's too pessimistic but uh I, I <laughs> if so you don't play you can't lose <laughs> That's my philosophy. <laughs> That is a lovely philosophy to start on. <laughs> yeah. So I guess thinking about what could have been, let's shift gears a little bit and think about stuff that actually was. It just so happens that today is the one-year anniversary of the epic miracle of Amsterdam, which we're going to get into. So I guess the first part of this episode, we're going to be reminiscing looking at that looking back at that amazing life-changing night yeah. and then of course um, later on in the episode we're gonna do our social media roundup where patty and i will talk about <laughs> everything that's going on on social media from the player's point of view from spurs official from fan accounts yeah sorry but, you guys all right should we break out the <laughs> the kleenex and the handkerchiefs <laughs> as we reminisce <laughs> about a magical night one year ago I can't believe it's been a year. I think one of the craziest memories for me is obviously I was in Singapore. I still was in Singapore and you guys were already in the UK. Yes. yes. At that point. And it was obviously like, what, 3 a.m. for me. And I'm watching it quietly as I stream illegally. I mean, or not legally. I don't know. Uh, it was a year ago. <laughs> Statute of limitations is over. <laughs> yep. Yep. Editing that out. And my, my flatmate was sleeping, obviously, because it's 3 a.m. And when we just got those goals in, I had to scream. And she came rushing out. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm with you. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. She just walks back in. <laughs> I need a It kind of dampened the celebration a bit. But clearly, we were all in tears. I think I called you guys up. And we. Uh, yeah. I think I should tweet out that photo again because it, it's, it's glorious. Yeah, I think you called us and we cried together. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. I needed. I, I couldn't. Like, yes. have you guys rewatched the the miracle at Amsterdam lately? Ah, uh, reviewed oh the, the hits. 
Yeah, so this week on Spurs Official, they tweeted and posted, I think on Instagram as well, a chat with the man of the night, Lucas Mora. They shared an 11-minute video of him watching highlights and remembering what the experience was like living it on that night. Um, and we, we watched that and I cried maybe two and a half times <laughs> throughout that video. I haven't rewatched the entire game, but I feel like when I watch highlights, that's enough and I start bawling. I actually started crying a minute into the video because in the first, in the opening seconds, the interviewer tells Lucas, uh, like that night you... I guess, earned a place in Spurs history and you will forever be part of the club. And then Lucas, the first thing he says, he flips it around and says, actually, it's the opposite. Tottenham Hotspur will forever be a part of me. And What a classy guy. What a classy guy. I mean, Toby, I was very new to the fandom at that point. And I was like, what is happening? Like, this is like the craziest fan journey for me. But... Have you ever felt that emotional towards any other games that the Spurs team have had? Because I think, for me, that was the peak. Um, more than the finals, even. No, Yeah, more than the finals, certainly. Yeah, probably the most dramatic thing I've I've ever seen. I mean, the one that would come closest, I couldn't give you the day or, or game, but it's when, I believe, Peter Crouch scored to get us into the Champions League. I think for the first time. Wow, I should... I should really uh, brush up on my research here, but uh, yeah, and it had some some classic players, Gareth Bale and uh, Luka Modric, and when we came back and scored late to to win our first place in the Champions League was was pretty epic as well. So that would probably be the closest. Ooh, can I just battle of the Luka M's? <gasps> oh, Ooh, as a longtime oh. Spurs fan, choose one: Luka Modric, Luka Modric. or. Lucas Mora. Oh my goodness. That's tricky. Ooh, hot seat. I'm gonna say I'd love to see them play together. So just I'm just gonna picture them on a fantasy <laughs> Tottenham team. Because okay. that would be epic. All right. Classic dodging the question. <laughs> Sorry, go, a good continue. One, you were saying. Continue. <laughs> I just wanted to unpack that side. I completely share Alderweireld's sentiment. He had an- another great video where he talks about the victory and, and just says, how it's the brilliant culmination to to that long journey that started with Peter Crouch and Gareth Bale and Luka, Luka Modric and and just I mean it must be so difficult when the whatever you do whatever you achieve the fans want more and more and more and they want to achieve the highest heights as as every football fan does for their team and for them to do that in a year of such adversity when they're playing at Wembley when you know, everything seems a bit up in the air and they keep fighting and keep winning and to do what they did is, yeah, it was just fantastic. Yeah, so like you're referencing this short video that Toby Alderweireld did to commemorate the day. He like shared his own thoughts on the miracle of Amsterdam one year later on his own Twitter account. I found what he said, that bit that you quoted, really moving when he said that that night was like the culmination of all of the sacrifices and all the difficult times he's had to go through as a football player and he specifically says he points to this time in his life when he left home but like he was I think 16 or something and he was living far away from his family and he found that really difficult and I think in the last World Cup uh, the Guardian came out with this comprehensive like all this important info about every player in the World Cup and I remember Patty you and I were going through that and we saw the feature on Toby Alderweireld, and he had like one of the most uh, heart-wrenching tidbits, 
where he said that he found it super difficult to live away from home and every Sunday, his dad would drive him from home two hours to his club. And he found that so unbearably sad and the one highlight, the one thing he would look forward to to make him feel better on that trip was stopping by the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> so baby oh, Toby man. going through that for years and then now yeah. at the Champions League semifinal and winning in that manner and feeling like, oh my God, all yeah. of those depressing two-hour drives where McDonald's was the highlight was worth it. Exactly. I think all the more poignant, given it was at Ajax, their former club. And again, favorites to go through. And you could see they did not, they put up a fight. They like did. It was not a breeze for us to go through. I saw like, I think I read this tweet of this dude who was reminiscing as well on Twitter. I'll try to find it and dig it up. But he said that his, his seatmate, he was on the Ajax side, and his seatmate apparently was... His phone died, so he borrowed a charger from a Spurs fan. And at halftime, the dude was booking tickets to Madrid. Oh. They were that confident. Yeah. Um, and they were singing, every th- little thing is going to exactly. be all right. And then you hear exactly. the narrator say, but everything wasn't going to be all right. Exactly. So I think all these little stories of everyone reminiscing what happened a year ago, and again, the Ajax being Ajax, and I, I think we, we said this before, and I've said it probably in an older pod, but that shot of all the Ajax players just falling down, because mm-hmm. yes. I kind of like, it broke my heart a little bit for them, but not really, because I was just too happy. I think that's one of the more, like all the celebrations aside on our end, which we can get to in a bit. Obviously, just to acknowledge the fact that we were not up against some rando team. Yeah. They were meant to be there, and they they made us really work for it. So Ugh, I'm still getting shivers, like, and remembering it. I think, it, to their credit, yeah. I don't know what they did in terms of management or in terms of strategy in that, but Ajax then went on, I believe, to win the league, or at least be leading when mm-hmm. the coronavirus quarantine started, so... They obviously took the lessons from that night. I mean, they learned the hard way that you never get complacent on an opponent of, of Tottenham's caliber. So I, they, they must have put that into place. So what, what hurts a little bit is for Pochettino to take us so far and he gets less than half a season because we're not so happy with the results. So it's it's a bit frustrating that, I mean, we don't need to point fingers at Levy or whoever made that decision that Pochettino doesn't get to learn the lessons from that incredible journey is is a is pretty unfortunate hashtag justice for pot <laughs> yeah hashtag <laughs> potch come home yeah i think surely that's the least you deserve as a manager for getting to the champions league final is is a full season to whatever implement your view or it seems so harsh but. i mean i think it's very apparent that money plays a very big role in all decisions made across not just our club but in the EPL. I don't doubt I don't have a doubt in my mind that there was definitely monetary pressure to get to a certain place and Pochettino wasn't hitting it. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatevs. But yeah, it's just so sad because watching his reactions and watching him cry on the pitch, and I'm sure every manager has cried, but you could just Oh my gosh, one of my all-time favorite photos of Mauricio Pochettino was from that night. Yes, exactly. So Patty's demonstrating it in the video, but Poch does this power squat. (laughs) Yes! Ah, And you can just feel the intensity and the passion and the, the explosion of emotion in that one photo. Like, just 
raising your fists isn't enough. You have to like do a deep squat and then raise your fists. (laughs) I think Toby picking up on your point of coming a year later from where like with Ajax leading and us wherever the hell we are (laughs) um, at this point in the league. I am, I guess, hopeful that this, you know, this quarantine period has, I hope, sobered up everyone in the team top to bottom because how funny like literally this is the what a difference a year makes started from i don't know where now we're here (laughs) yeah i mean i'm just confused thinking about it because it's like with a lot of things like it's a b testing isn't it it's like you put things in and out until you start to achieve success so we've got Pachin, we've got these players and he's getting better and better rankings in the premier league we're getting you know better and better at the champions league so it seemed like we were on the right trajectory and yes we Definitely struggled for some results. Some people would say his last 12 months, but I mean, we were definitely going the right way. To, so to suddenly introduce a brand new set of kind of variables with Mourinho and mm-hmm. and uh, settling into the new stadium and all that kind of thing. So it didn't seem like a super strategic move or, or the right way for us to continue to build as a club. I don't know if you're watching the Chicago Bulls series on Netflix, but it's probably got some interesting parallels with Jerry Krause and how there can be conflicts between management and, you know, the front of house and the back office and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe when, when the Amazon series is finally released, we'll we'll get some insight into that. But I don't know. I'm not, I don't see how it's going to reflect too well on the chairman at the moment. That documentary is... I am waiting for it because holy cow, like they wanted to show they got one. They got a fucking pandemic. So if that isn't drama enough, I wonder, I'm I'm really curious to see that. The emotions I felt on that night versus us losing to Liverpool Mm. were no match. Like, I I mean, yeah, I was sad, but I was just like, it it was a shit game. So, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I definitely try not to dwell on that. I I mean, a super biased opinion, but I felt that the final was sort of hampered. It could have been a great contest, but I completely disagree with the, the Sissoko handball ruling. So whether, I mean, whether they changed the law, that's a really tricky one, but it'll never take the shine off the semifinal and, you know, one of the best games that, that we've all ever seen. So I think we can just pretend it was the finals. And yeah. 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 Yay! I can do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thanks, Toby, for joining us to uh, look back on that crazy-ass night. And hey, you know what? Who knows? Maybe there's a couple more in our future. Definitely. There'll be, For sure. there'll be some more Champions League success. And we're back. Of course, thank you for joining us on our social media roundup. It's been a while, Acid, since we did this. And it's funny because we kept putting off this we kept postponing our i guess recording session because there was nothing happening and suddenly in the last week boom so much yeah there's just been an explosion of stuff going on on social media posts everywhere exactly so much so that acid and i actually had to go through our outline to slash thing this is unprecedented so again the correlation of no football and having so much going on is still very much real I guess let's let's start it off by saying that we still don't know what's happening. But I guess once we find out how the season will turn out, we'll we'll keep you guys posted and possibly have to do an emergency pod. Yeah, so we'll keep you posted because we know that you guys rely on us for your news. 
on Premier League football and no other source. <laughs> and while there's no football being played at Tottenham Hotspur Football Stadium, it is in use. And for this bit of news, you can find links to the posts that we're talking about in the episode description. And for this one, uh, this is a post that we want to talk about from Spurs Official on Instagram. And it was a multi-photo post about what's happening at the stadium now while there's no football. So for now, it's being used as like a makeshift or a satellite um, NHS maternity ward throughout this pandemic. So they kind of showed photos of what what that looks like. So it's, it's, it's really interesting to see like familiar scenes in the stadium kind of refitted to like do scans and and stuff like that which is awesome and it makes me wonder like if it's a maternity ward are there people giving birth at the hospital because that's super wild like if there's a baby born at the stadium that that person should have like free tickets every year on their birthday damn isn't that so cool i was thinking season passes i mean just give them like at least the first baby that's born there tattoo a cockerel on them i don't know i think it's it's quite nice and like coming from whether this is just a PR rehab to, to you know the initial backlash on the club, I think it's good that they are helping, that they are giving back to the community in whatever way they can. So yeah, people I do want to see continuously with the club. Uh, Jan Vertonghen, love of my life, uh, has shockingly been so active on social. He's very sporadic, and clearly quarantine is getting to him because he has posted quite a bit. I I just hope that this isn't our goodbye to him like this is his like last hurrah like he's just being all active because he's leaving because there was that uh, i guess some news from the standard about him um, possibly getting offers from other clubs and then i think he hinted at like oh yeah he wants to learn a new language <laughs> don't do this to me on don't break my heart however he was being adorable i, I think acid you saw something yes. on twitter yeah so he, spurs yeah. official twitter i think this was two weeks ago now where i guess it's something that spurs official did where they hooked up a really big vertongan fan on a zoom call with jan surprising them on their birthday and it's just that it's a cute like four minute video of them having like a really genuinely seemingly genuinely nice chat it looks like they had they both had a great time talking to each other and like two things that we just wanted to call out here was that Jan makes an observation about his own son not being good at football he I think the the (laughs) the Tottenham fan asks if his son's gonna be a football player and he goes I'm not sure he's talented And we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about his son in the baby of the week section. Because his son is like, what? He looks like he's 18 months old. Um, The really (laughs) sweet part of this video was that Jan asks the fan which part of the stadium they usually sit at and says that next time I'll run to your corner if I score at that end. Which is just, it's such good fan (laughs) service. Thank you, Jan, for your fan service. Thank you for the fan service, but also this fan was quite composed. Like, if I was ever chosen to be on a Zoom call with Jan or anyone in the team, I wouldn't have been that composed. That auntie was she chill was. AF. I am quite proud of her. Yeah, like, good like job, we need auntie. to remember that. If we ever get, like, surprise calls from the club, <laughs> we need to channel this auntie and just make the most of the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, record it for the pod. But no, I mean, just amazing. So uh, Jan did another interview on like Instagram Live with, I assume, like a fan type person because he was wearing a kit and looked really excited to be there. Uh, anyway, in that Instagram Live conversation, he just covered really quickly how he's played a lot of center backs and he's like played the greatest in the greats and said that he hasn't ever had such a tough time 
as he did with Chowre from yes. or the wolves, right? And I mean, duh, just look at him. He is a force to reckon with. And I think it was like interesting and humbling like of Jan to admit that and to be very straightforward about it. So yeah, Jan, we love these interviews you're doing. Don't let them be your last. Sign with the club. Please, please. please. Yeah, that's it. That's my Jan. And I guess belated happy birthday to Jan and to Benny Boo, who share a birthday and celebrated yeah. in isolation. Happy birthday, guys. Speaking of people in isolation and celebrating their birthdays, we have two more players who did celebrate their birthday. First up, apart from Jan and Benny Boo, Lo Celso. Gio Lo Celso celebrated his birthday. Happy too, birthday, happy Gio. Birthday. And... And just like really sweet and funny, like I like that his personality is coming out because we see a Instagram post <laughs> of Geo post, I guess, like their virtual workouts. And, you know, stars, first official, they're just like us. They show Geo having a lot of fun with the virtual Zoom backgrounds and you see the team. So basically, after they work out, he kind of poses like he's on a beach, like a mermaid by the water. And you guys should see it because they are having a ball laughing and you can tell that he is like quite yeah. a clown. So I liked it. I like seeing more of yeah, this. Yeah, I, I guess we're, we're slowly seeing more of his personality. And I guess that that's, it's always a hurdle, I guess, when players come over and maybe they don't speak the language yet. But And it's, it's always, I guess, everyone's been in a situation where you don't quite speak the same language as someone else, but you're trying to connect. It was a really fun moment to see him try to, like, be goofy in a way that transcends <laughs> language. Very cute. Zoom backgrounds, they are for everyone. Stars yeah. Like Happy that. birthday, yeah. Gio. Um, more birthdays in isolation the past few weeks. Delhi celebrated his birthday during the lockdown and on his Instagram shared, like, a really funny series of photos of him uh, in typical birthday situations where you'd usually be surrounded by loads of people but you're he's by himself like he's wearing a birthday hat and then he's pinning a tail on a donkey but he's the only person playing this game or like he's sitting at a really long table with like a red cup of presumably beer and then he's still wearing the birthday hat and again he's completely alone so it was just it was a really funny set of photos Again, the humor on these guys. Everyone's starting yeah. out to be a comedian. I love it. I guess a comedy we oh, missed uh, was Dyer and Delhi going yeah. live on IG. So I actually <laughs> caught a bit of this. It was such it was such a big event because I guess it rarely happens. But Dyer and Delhi did like an Instagram live thing, and then I didn't know about it. They didn't announce it. They just spontaneously did it, and I happened to be on Instagram and I saw that Dyer is live. So of course I click and I join it, and then within seconds. The screen freezes, and then it's over. Supposedly, Dyer's phone <laughs> ran out of battery, and it just kind of froze the session. Oh, Dyer. Oh, Dyer. Dyer's not old. Yeah, but he's surprisingly unsavvy at technology, like we were discussing this, because he just, a week later, he posts on Instagram stories a photo of two books that he's reading. Um, I think one is Paolo Coelho, and one is... I forget something, some other like super bestseller shelves on in Waterstones or whatever kind of book. And then he asks, what are you guys reading? But he asks this question and he doesn't enable comments. So it's like, what are you, what are you doing? I have no words. It's either he's doing this on purpose to us, tease us, or he's just really bad at it. And I, I hope it's the 
the latter because like I, I couldn't deal with the teasing. But Dyer, I would love to tell you what we're reading, except that we can't. we can't let you know. So I would love to know what Ben Davis is reading though. So given they always yeah. tease you for reading. So it's good to know Ben isn't the only guy. And he enables comments on his Instagram story. So that'll actually be a conversation. And time will tell if this will happen, but people we'd love back. There was a, a Twitter, on Twitter, Alice Dare Gold, Mr. Gold's uh, Twitter account, he posted this interview done with Mauricio Pochettino. Love you, sir. Justice Repoch. And basically, they, the takeaway here is that Poch was saying that he believes in his heart that his time with Spurs is not over yet and that he will come back to the club and win us some some metal and honestly like when i i watched it like tears on my eyes i guess bms was also happening at this time so like all these emotions inside of me but then they add that little cherry on top of Poch, who is such a sight for sore eyes and just like i wanted to give myself a hug because i can't hug anyone right now like again guys stay safe social distancing so i hugged myself and just you know this is true. This will happen. But yeah, we, we miss do. you, Poch. Uh, justice yeah, for Poch. justice for Poch. Poch, come home. Yeah, speaking of people returning to the club. So Sun, as we know, has been spending his time in South Korea, in his home country, because he's required to do a certain number, like a few hundred hours of military service. So last year, South Korea beat Japan in the Asian Games football final which like gave the entire team a free pass for military service. But I guess it wasn't that simple. Even if you are exempted from military service in South Korea, you still have to do like a minimal few hundred hours. And during this lockdown, during this pandemic is when Sun chose to do his. So he just finished it. He was there in Seoul, or specifically in Jeju Island, as part of like a specific, it's a specific department. The Marines or something, I don't know, something like that, or whatever equivalent that is for them. He finished the two or three week stint, and when he finished, what else were we expecting? He finished top of his class. I think there were like 157 people as part of that class, and he was number one. So if you guys check out the tweets from Mr. Gold and from another podcast, Talking THFC, they unpack that a little bit and share some awesome photos of Sonny in the gear, saluting, holding his awards. Amazing. Congrats, Sonny. Honestly, he looks like a K-drama star. He does! He feels very... He's like giving Captain Ree vibes. Super. I obviously miss this boy. I miss his face. And he does both. Like, he can shoot with... He, he had a perfect, like, shooting target. Like, what? Stop it. Yeah, no, supposedly he got, like, just, just 10 out of 10 in whatever you call this activity. But you'll see a photo of him doing it Ugh. in the tweets that we're sharing. Honestly, like, I already loved him then. Serving your country. Love you more. Looking great and doing great at it. Done. We're married. <laughs> Boom. I'm pregnant. Like, Done it. and done. Amazing. Always so good to see you, BB boy, Sunny, and and I guess safe trip back to the UK, and we hope. To and see you soon. speaking of BB boys, hey guys, welcome to your favorite section, Spurs Babies of the Week. So this week we're talking about six different babies, although only five of them are actually in the running for this week's title, because <laughs> number one is I guess just an honorary or ultra belated 
entry. BB Boy Delhi. I mean, we talked about BB Sunny and, you know, his bestie. We did feature BB Boy Sunny a couple, I guess, episodes back. And not to be left behind is BB Boy Delhi looking adorable. So uh, one of these fan Instagrams um, posted this really cute young young version of Delhi. Maybe he's in like, what, primary school here? And you know what's the precious part is he looks exactly like Delhi now. He does. Like, the shape of his head is the same. Uncanny. Even the expression in the photo, fo- the side-by-side photos expression. is the same. Like, you know, he clearly already had his personality back then. And it's just great to see. Baby boy Delhi, we hope to see more of you and more of these lovely sh- kid shots because Honestly, we can just keep going through the entire team. I would love to see Yeah, totes. Share your baby photos, guys. And by baby photos, we mean yourself as a baby and your actual baby. Which brings (laughs) us to the next entry. So the next entry is from the Larice family. And we want to talk about two specific posts, both from Maureen Larice, Hugo's wife. So the first photo is, oh my gosh, this is precious. It's so cinematic. It's like... A photo that Maureen took, I guess, from the ground looking up at a tree and Hugo holding his son up Lion King style. Lion King. It's exactly. it's lovely. I feel like it's it's so cute. It's practically a stock photo. It looks so perfect. And then we have another post also from Maureen Larice, lest you forget. <laughs> Before this cute baby were two other cute babies a few years before. And we see like Super a photo cute. of all three of them in, in a bed cuddling and just sharing a really cute moment. It, it was posted in black and white, which increases the drama. Maureen never, she never lets never us does. down. And she never does. And I, 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 we didn't share all of these because my goodness, there's too many. But on IG stories, like she, you, you can tell she's really close to giving up on the covering of the face. And you know what? I am here for it. We will do the unveiling once she does um, <laughs> remove the last sticker, yeah. the last remnant of a sticker. We on may the face do an emergency pod for the first photo without a sticker obscuring features. But yeah, thank you, Maureen, for your service. We, we appreciate it. More fan service from Eric Lamella. This week he posts back to back photos of and video of him and his baby boy Tobias. Clearly they are doing they're obviously social distancing, so staying at home, which is great, and doing a lot of working out. So the first photo, which you'll see in the links, is Lamella doing a push-up, but you know what? There's added weight because Tobias is on top of him, clearly having the time of his life. The smile on this child is magic. Heaven. He is such such a cutie. And then for more, you get, I guess from the same day they're wearing the same thing. Tobias just running around and trying to play with his dad. And it's just too much. We have we have an entire Junior Spurs team after we finish this entire segment because Tobias isn't the only one, but he is first up and clearly he is just as energetic as his dad. It's, it, it's too yeah. much. It's too cute. It's so. like it's a running theme, I think, this week for Baby of the Week. There are a lot, there's so much content showing babies working out with their, with their dads. The next one, actually, what we wanted to talk about originally was an Instagram story that Sissoko posted of, I guess he took the the photo from his point of view in his gym or something, and there's like a pool in his gym, and then his baby is in the water with like a flotation device, kind of like watching her dad work out. Unfortunately, it's a story, so it's expired now, so what we're going to talk about instead... (laughs) 
is like an Instagram post from Spurs officials. I guess they screen grabbed it or they took it and they just shared it. And it's a selfie of Sasoks and his baby and his baby's wearing heart-shaped sunnies. They look very cute. It's super sweet. Lily, Lily. is turning out to be, yeah, such a cute, cute, cute kid. And it's just such a nice, I guess, offset to... Musa, who tends to be to look a little yeah. serious. Actually, she's serious as well. I don't think I've seen photos of her laughing or giggling. She's quite serious. No, but she's so cute. Yeah, which is which which ups the cute factor because it's this little Sasoko with her dad being just as serious, but they're just it, it's it adorable. Is. You can tell that clearly. Even the Spurs team is in love. I guess more junior Spurs coming our way. Jan Vertonghen earlier, we, he talked to our favorite Spurs auntie about how his son maybe isn't the most talented football player. But I beg to differ because this past couple of weeks, he has been featuring heavily, not just on Jan's Instagram story. So Jan posted on his Instagram stories and thanks to a fan that saved it. I mean, he may not be good, but he sure is trying his best. We have Jan Vertonghen's son, who I actually don't know his name. I know his daughter's name is Layla. But I'm not Ooh, sure what we need to investigate. And I, I have yet to, I need to go into a uh, black hole to figure this out. But he's there wearing, I'm guessing, a Belgium like kit because it's red. And he's kicking a troll soccer ball, a football. And it's just, it's quite cute. Like the, the expression on his face looks like yeah. he's really concentrating. The ball's in the air. So, you know, like there, it, there was some, you know. There was some contact. So Jan, don't give up on him yet. There, there, he could be he could be the future you. You don't know. Or even yeah. a better version. Little, little Vertonghen. And you know what, what I like about him? He's not just like playing. He's also exercising with dad. So Spurs official posted a cute video of a portion. So at the bottom of the video, because obviously it's a screen recording of their virtual sessions. And you'll see Gazaniga in his lovely home exercising underneath a Jan and his son. Also exercising together. There's this part where, you know, you have to use like the exercise band. So it's this like elastic band that you put around. It's tiny. You put it around your legs. So that you, that there's some like resistance. You know. And there's a mini one for his son. <laughs> and his son was also like, I mean, how much resistance does this boy need? But it's just really cute because you see Jan like grab him and give him a kiss. But also they're doing the resistance bands together. And he's obviously so tiny that all you can see is Jan's legs his knees and his son like it's <laughs> the perspective everything it's it's just too much i need more of this content jan please continue to post because i really yeah, love he, he's him. so cute yeah. like he may say that his son doesn't have <laughs> talent as a footballer but he's trying jan he's obviously trying he is so trying more babies working out. We've come to the Alder Verald household. And this week, actually in the past few weeks, we've seen quite a few videos from the from the Alder Verald ho- household on Toby's Instagram. The first thing we want to talk about is, again, a workout video. So there's a video that's like recorded of one of their group workouts by Zoom. And in like Toby's window of the Zoom chat, you see... Ayla. <laughs> I'm not sure what she's doing, but Ayla. she's not quite working out, actually. She's just kind of holding nope. The, nope. the orange roller and kind of moving it around while her dad's working out in the background. So I don't know, maybe it's her own so version cute. of strength training. Like, grown-ups will flip a tire <laughs> over and over and she's just flipping the orange roller. It's quite sweet. I also like how she kind of blocks the view a little bit. <laughs> she's like, okay, this is my Zoom call now. Doesn't matter. 
he's so cute and i think just like always deserving of every week when yes uh, and if that super cute zoom hijack zoom workout hijack video doesn't win your heart check out the second post also from toby alderviral's account it's a two photo <laughs> post from easter of toby and ayla finding easter eggs in their garden I mean, this this is just the gift that keeps on giving. And just like, this wasn't not in the outline, but I just remembered because we reposted it. Uh, Toby was doing an interview, and ha- midway through the interview, he stops it because he goes, sorry, I can hear my kid crying, and like, mm-hmm. like hands on dad. So he leaves for a bit, and then I guess gets um, Shaney to help him out. But it was just really sweet, and I hope to see more of Jace, because, I mean, if Ayla is this adorable, can you just imagine little yeah. brother Jace? adding to the fun so congratulations ayla once again yes winning our baby of the week was a full roster our 18 time winner of baby of the week 18 times ayla and i guess that leads us to uh saying thank you again for joining us this time it's a difficult time for everyone so we appreciate you uh spending some time with us and hopefully having a bit of fun as we all miss football together I want to say thanks to Acid and Toby. Thanks, Patty. It was an awesome, awesome afternoon slash evening for you. And anyone listening, if there's anything that you want us to discuss or if there's some content you're seeing and you're wondering, hey, what do Patty and Acid think about this? Then just tweet at us. We're on Twitter at StockingSpurs. And we hope the next time we talk, we have some news about the status of the season and hopefully some good news. So yeah, thanks again thanks. for listening and we'll catch you next time Bye. on Stalking Spurs. Come, Come on, on you Spurs! Spurs.